Welcome hey, hey, hey. to the angry. You guys are really pissing me off right now. Masons. Masons. With your host, Vice Ed Hendershot. And sometimes PDP. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the angry Masons. Welcome back, Angry Mason Nation. Ryan, uh, it's been a little bit, but we are back. Yeah, it's uh, been a little bit. We were, uh, as we posted on Facebook, dodging a frisky unicorn. We didn't want yeah, to that unicorn. Out. Yeah, Real hey, we didn't want to back into that guy. <laughs> Figuratively or literally, we did not want to back into that unicorn. That's true. Most, but Ryan, mostly literally. But yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But Ryan, uh, we're not alone today. We're never alone. Once again, the OG, P to the D to the other, other P, PDP. What's up, fellas? PDP, welcome back. And uh, you were actually in our very last episode, even though it seems so long ago, uh, when you were live here in Colorado, previously recorded. Live and direct. <laughs> and since then, I've just been dodging unicorns. 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 They're legally distinct. Yeah. They are. Unicorns yes, in the yes, sense yes. that we could eventually market that. Um, cod pieces and koozies one day exactly well i thought we were gonna put your face on the cod piece ryan <sighs> inside and outside <laughs> mm. <laughs> Wait, Definitely. Wait, what what side is the front of what what side is my face going on both sides <laughs> it's okay, gonna go on both but, but the face on, on the, the inside, inside and the outside is the back of my head right <laughs> <laughs> no the inside you'll have your face with your mouth open and then the back will be the back of your head oh is that better? Yeah, I think that's uh, well, I think that's what we do. Well, let's we'll talk to the graphic artist department once we get one of those. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and uh, how's that intern opening going? Oh, it's it's shut tight. We need some yeah. bad to get up in there. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, that's that, that's rough. That's yeah. Rough. All right. Well, uh, you know, it was a great time having you two here in Colorado, uh, but you're back now where you belong in uh, Florida. Damn, that? where you belong <laughs> back with your man. people oh like the fucking crazy people we talk about almost literally every show <laughs> that's right that's right we do we often talk about crazy florida man uh and we'll get to that in a few minutes but i did want to share with you guys <laughs> uh, just last night uh i got a chance to see an early sc- screening of john wick three and i've got a little review ready for you sweet lay it on us Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was released when I was a freshman in high school, and I've been a big fan of Keanu Reeves ever since. Not even his role in Dracula dissuaded me. Then came The Matrix, and Keanu was forevermore cemented as one of the coolest people in Hollywood. Years later, we received John Wick, and damn, if it wasn't easy to sympathize with Mr. Wick when he gets revenge on those assholes that killed his dog. John Wick 2 explored the ramifications of John's return to the world of underground assassins. And now John Wick 3, Parabellum, takes us even farther into that universe. The film picks up just minutes after the end of the second film, and Mr. Wick wastes no time before he's shooting people in the face. What follows is just over two hours of non-stop action that does its best to top the first two films. In most ways, it succeeds, 
and I have no idea how Keanu Reeves pulls off all of those physical stunts at 54 years old. Hell, I have trouble just getting out of bed some days. The plot is simple and exists almost entirely to send John Wick to new places where he can kill faceless mobs. We are treated to returns of all of our favorite surviving characters from the first two movies, such as Lawrence Fishburne's Bowery King, uh, Ian McShane's Winston, and Lance Reddick as Winston's trusty sidekick, Sharon. This time, we also are introduced to Holly Berry's Sophia, and she happens to have two attack dogs that were heavily featured in the trailers. Those dogs steal the show during the middle of the movie, and Barry holds her own during the fight scenes. Her character was interesting mainly because of those dogs, but I expect we will see her again in a sequel. While the action is amazing, the movie does make some missteps. There are a couple of scenes where big plot points occur, only to be completely undone a couple of scenes later. While that's not too big of a deal for a movie like this, it does show a little sloppiness in the writing process. In conclusion, if you like the first two installments, you owe it to yourself to see this one. The film ends on yet another cliffhanger, so we are assured to see at least one more installment. Personally, I can't wait for another trip to Mr. Wick's world. I give John Wick Parabellum 8.5 out of 10. So there you go, fellas. That's my early review for John Wick. Nicely done. Yeah, that was uh, well-crafted for criticism. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of those movies. I know I'm always talking about them. Uh, You know, even when the first one came out, uh, I was uh, trying to get you guys to watch it. Uh, Did you ever get around to it, Ryan? Uh, Nope. Come on, man. This is one of the, like, best action series around. They are fun. Yeah. uh, I mean, I get it. I get the appeal. You get an endorphin rush from living vicariously, watching someone shoot people to death. Yeah. In the face, actually. A lot. Into the face. All right. Well... Uh, It's too bad that you're missing out on that, Ryan, but uh, let's go ahead and live vicariously with a special Florida Man edition of Wacky News. If if I may, if I may, Uh uh, PDP and I, we are not living vicariously through Florida Man, okay? We are in the shit. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> We're like well, fucking tits deep in the shit. These Florida. are our fucking relatives. <laughs> our relatives, our loved ones, <laughs> our pastors. Well, even though I am a Florida native and uh, live and uh, used to live and grew up in Florida, I don't live there anymore. No, you're mountain folk now. That's right. Well, let's not uh, let's not get that confused with like West Virginia mountain folk, like, you know, Sammy from Miami. It's not that far removed and you can take the boy out of Florida, but you can't take the Florida out no more. (laughs) Well, guys, our uh, first story comes from Martin County, Florida. I literally live there. Where you live. And I used to live not too far away, just about a mile or two down the street. So I still have a key Uh, to that house, by the way. Which, <laughs> I'm just going to guess that they changed the locks since I sold it. Well, you know, someday I'm going to find out. It is Florida. <laughs> you know what? I used to own it, so I'm pretty sure they'd be good if I gave you permission to use the pool whenever you wanted to. Oh, that's so cool because that pool fucking felt nice in the summer. Oh, the previous owner said I had lifetime use of the pool, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't, uh, you can't go back on that. I have it written on a napkin, which he signed in front of witnesses. <laughs> it's notarized, man. <laughs> See, that's his ex right there. 
That's my sign, man. So, uh, yeah, I'll do that. And eventually we'll be able to read about me in Florida, man. <laughs> exactly. And you'll be famous or infamous, at least. <laughs> that means more than famous, right? I think well, it does. I think it does. Well, <laughs> our first story comes indeed from Martin County, where Martin County's sheriff deputies arrested Kyle Jamison Jones, 30 years old, after, uh, well, he woke up his girlfriend by slapping her with a cheeseburger. Bam. Whoa, what now? If it was a baconator, like a triple baconator, oh. that might have been like a deadly object, or what? Yeah, <laughs> like I've eaten some of them and I'm close to dying. Yeah. <laughs> the article defines what it is a cheeseburger <laughs> is a hamburger with cheese. So, just to clear that up, wait, they had to write oh. that down. Oh my god, I never wow, okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. This uh article, I think, is written more for the Florida man rather than about the Florida man. <laughs> yeah. What is this cheeseburger of which they speak? I'm familiar with the hamburger, but adding cheese and making it cheeseburger that blows my mind. Boosh! <laughs> oh my gosh, well. Uh, the article goes on to define cheeseburger and say the type of cheeseburger wasn't specified the way popular cheeseburger is on the menu at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so are they trying to throw McDonald's under the bus yeah. as an accessory? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's an accessory or, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Or they got paid for a promotion to McDonald's. I'm not sure. Um, you know who's probably behind this? Wendy's. Wendy's. Ah, oh, she is sassy. All the time. She is sassy. Trifling asshole. <laughs> yeah, but I I got a weakness for those redheads, man. <laughs> Especially yeah. the hot and juicy ones. Yeah, the police know about that weakness. <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend uh, says that Jones pulled her by the hair and kicked her down the stairs. But Damn. investigators found no injuries on the girlfriend, <laughs> though they did turn up, quote, That's... several remnants of said cheeseburger on her person. <laughs> Rock remnants. <laughs> Oh shit! She had a fucking pickle and some grease oh, yeah. in her hair. I tell you, slapped her in the mouth with it. Like, what a remnant! Yeah. I mean, she, she ate ate some of it. I guess remnant. Here's proof. He hit me with a yeah. cheeseburger. I got fucking lettuce in my hair. <laughs> By the way, the uh, deputies were called at 4:20 a.m. Oh, oh, the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what happened. Well, um, wow. Jones was taken to uh, Martin County Jail, where he is. Uh, Sitting now, pending bond. <laughs> Hamburglar. <laughs> First of all, we do not treat women or food like that, okay? No, I mean, it's 420, dude. Eat that. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. you are hungry. I guarantee yeah. you, you are hungry. Either, either <laughs> eat the cheeseburger, eat out your lady, yes. maybe a combination of both. I mean. Not at the same time. If, that gets messy. If you're in Martin County and it's 420, we know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, same thing they're doing in Colorado. Yep. That's not the only thing going on in Florida. Um, so enough Be about nice. cheeseburgers and, <laughs> and paid commercials for McDonald's. Uh, our next one uh, comes uh, from Florida, where a Florida man named Dylan Webb was just expressing his First Amendment rights <laughs> with a sign on the back of the cab of his truck that says, I eat ass <laughs> when he was pulled over by a police officer uh, who claimed he was violating a Florida statute. You know what? <laughs> First Amendment trumps any Florida statute. Yeah, I mean, the officer is making a, I mean, he's trying to say what the context is. What if he's. Yeah. 
What if he literally eats like donkeys? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that is the meat that he chooses <laughs> yeah. to yeah. consume. Ask me. Yeah. yeah. And he's letting the world know that. Well, according to uh, dash cam footage, the officer claimed the sticker on the back of Webb's truck was derogatory. Oh. To who? Everyone has an ass. I, I mean. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Oh my God, this man has no ass. <laughs> I had it removed it's, a long time ago. It's concave. <laughs> Well, uh, here's how the uh, whole confrontation worked out. Uh, you see uh, Webb responded with, how is it derogatory? Uh, the officer <laughs> says, how is it not derogatory? So some 10-year-old little kid eating in the passenger seat, uh, sitting rather, in the passenger seat, I'm thinking about cheeseburgers, of his mom's vehicle, looks over and reads that I eat ass and asks his mom what it means. How is she going to explain that? Well, Webb responded, that's the parent's job, <laughs> not mine. Exactly. See, he's starting conversations yeah. that are important to have. Yeah, man. That's Let's exactly open these right. kids up at an early age. Yeah. They're going to learn sometime. Better, yeah, better on the streets. Well learn from your, yeah, exactly. Might as well learn from a bumper sticker. <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, we should put more things like this on our bumper stickers. Yeah. The officer asked him to remove a letter from his decal so that it wouldn't be seen as an obscene message. However... Webb refused, claiming his First Amendment rights were being violated. That's when the man was arrested and charged with resisting without violence and possession of obscene materials. He was released on $2,500 bond. See, that is that's That's ridiculous. That is. Now, what he should have done is been a bigger wise ass to the cop. And remove the eye. So it just says eat ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, I removed the letter, officer. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking the letter, dude. <laughs> the case against 23-year-old Dylan Shane Webb uh, was dropped, and his I eat ass decal is protected by <laughs> the First Amendment. That's awesome. I mean... Now, the big question is, does the First Amendment protect, uh, protect, protect truck nuts? I mean, I believe it does. Uh, it doesn't yeah. protect you from looking like a jackass, but uh, I'm pretty sure us. you're able to do it. And it doesn't protect us from looking at it. That's the... No. Yeah, that's... Like, damn it. He is now planning on suing the Columbia County Sheriff's Office uh, for uh, violating his rights and for wrongful arrest. <laughs> so uh, I think we can agree to wish him the best of luck. As well he should. He's going to settle out of court. He's going to get like 5000 bucks. ass well we should. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, with that, uh, our next story comes from Charlotte County, Florida, um, where a deputy say a woman pulled an alligator out of her pants while she was being questioned Monday during a traffic stop. Hey, baby, is that an alligator in your pants or what the fuck are you doing? Does that alligator take batteries? <laughs> well, uh, the deputy said the woman pulled out the alligator when they asked her if she, quote, had anything else. You know Something here smells fishy. I know. This is like a punchline to a joke. What else is in there? Well, the uh, deputies say the woman also had 41 three-striped turtles in her vehicle. Uh, so the investigation was handed over to the Florida Fish and Wildlife uh, Conservation Commission. Wow. What the fuck? Was she making, like, soup or... That's a lot of soup. Uh, I guess, well, yeah, like a gator and turtle soup, perhaps. Uh, but it was not legal to uh, possess any of those no. animals. So Especially that actually <laughs> that actually leads us to our next story, fellas, which is close. Wait, wait a second. Hold on. There's no follow-up where the gator has to go for, like, therapy or something? Or, <laughs> or, no, or, that, uh, or needs to get checked for STDs? 
<laughs> How did the they gator probably, get herpes? <laughs> they probably uh, released the gator, and then perhaps that gator got in further trouble, Ryan, because the next story also involves a small gator. Damn this it. gator is a fucking menace. Damn this gator. <laughs> Authorities in Florida have arrested a man accused of throwing a live alligator through a Wendy's drive through window. God damn it, Wendy's, this is what you get trying to implicate McDonald's in a fucking hamburger slap. Sorry, it's just karma. Just yeah. karma. <laughs> well, now, the uh, guy wasn't the first, that guy wasn't the same guy from our first story, right? No, he was not. Oh, okay. great. This one, this Fuck actually is, uh, this guy's name is Joshua James, and he's of Jupiter, Florida. Oh, oh JJ. Joshua oh, yeah. James. Good old uh-huh. JJ. I'm from, pretty from sure one of my cousins knows this kid. Oh, okay. yeah. It might be him. Yeah. Did you know all of his aliases? Oh, <laughs> Damn it, well, the, driver, the driver was wearing a baseball hat backwards and arrived at the drive through window <laughs> to receive a large drink just before 1.30 a.m. So he waited in line just for a large drink, by the way. But all right. Okay, While this, the attendant this, has this her back familiar. to the window and is at her register... The driver reaches across the inside of his vehicle in the passenger area and throws an alligator from his vehicle into the drive through window. What? What did she say to piss him off? Fuck you, here's a gator, bitch. Well, uh, police examined video and um, saw some signs of what appears to be suspicious activity from the driver uh, before the incident. Uh, he was later apprehended <laughs> by authorities. Suspicious. Soda was probably flat. <laughs> Suspicious activity like like rustling a gator. <laughs> Trying to get something out of uh, his pants. <laughs> something smells fishy here. Uh, they say the driver exited his vehicle by pulling himself up and out of the window of his door instead of opening the door itself. Uh, Dukes <laughs> of Hazard style. Hell yeah. so. Florida probably because he didn't want the alligator to get loose. <laughs> You got to be careful with those yeah. things. Yeah, you safe, do. Safety yeah. He's responsible. Yeah. Safety well, uh, WPTV, which is a local television station, actually spoke to the man's mother, uh, and her remark was, "quote It was just a stupid prank that he did. That's now turning into this. It's stupid. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny. He's a prankster. <laughs> Objectively, this is what he does, man. Objectively, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. I love. I love the mother. Hey, this is just what he does." <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> You're like, Jesus. Well, she's been dealing with this shit for 20 plus years. Been slapping her with alligators his whole life. Well, uh, the parents describe him uh, as an outdoorsman and harmless prankster, adding he viewed famous crocodile hunter and conservationist Steve Irwin as an idol. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, pretty sure Steve Irwin didn't throw any fucking alligators into a restaurant. They don't, I mean, do they, have, they even have Wendy's in Australia? No, they do have Burger Kings. They call them Hungry Jacks. We went over this. That's right. We did. You were there. <laughs> well, guys, our our last story, uh, our last story comes from Winter Haven, Florida. A Central Florida man is accused of hiding his fugitive girlfriend from police. That is love. Yeah. 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 That is love. But uh, it's not that simple, I'm afraid. Uh, you see. Um, well, love can be complex. His girlfriend was wanted for failing to appear in court on charges, including false imprisonment uh, related to a 2015 incident where she allegedly held people hostage at a Burger King uh, with a BB gun. You know, they call it a hungry jack in Australia. (laughs) I've heard that. (laughs) 
It ended in a shooting with police. And here's the thing. In that shooting, she lost both legs. Uh, the man actually tried hiding her by stuffing her into a plastic storage container to hide her from cops. Oh my God, there's so much to unwrap in this. Yeah. And that is <laughs> unintended. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of unpacking to do on yeah. this one. Oh, well, uh, you got to give him points for creativity, right? I mean, <laughs> just the, yeah, and the bizarre arc of this story where the woman who was holding people captive is now being held captive without legs. <laughs> it sounds like it'd be pretty easy to do. Like, how does how does a Wait, woman what? with no legs <laughs> escape police? <laughs> well, uh, that's I just mean, I think she... I think we've found something better than John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> what she needs is, is a uh, wheelchair and uh, maybe like a, a dom across the country that she. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, for PDP laughter. I, I think he hasn't heard that episode. <laughs> <laughs> nope. He will. He will. Well, authorities received a tip that uh, Anderson, uh, which is the woman's name, was with her boyfriend. Uh, he denied that she was there, but an officer had spotted uh, had spotted the man placing the now four foot tall woman into the container. Uh, she surrendered without incident. I mean, of course. Well, she's with yes. The- <laughs> you got me. <laughs> She was uh, wanted for failing to appear in court on charges. Uh, well, so she didn't escape. She just did not appear in court. I mean, it's a open and shut case. She doesn't have a fucking leg to stand on. She's not mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh, I expected that. I, I yeah. heard that one. <laughs> you did. All right. Well, that's enough uh, wacky news. Uh, guys. We got a lot of Game of Thrones to catch up on. So guys, with uh, three episodes have aired uh, since our last podcast where we discussed it. Um, so we'll we'll quickly go back and just uh, hit the highlights of the you know uh, episodes three and four. Episodes three was uh, was the long night, uh, and that is the one with the attack on Winterfell. Oh yeah, if I was there, it would have been called the very long night. Oh yeah. Uh, Come on. All right. All right. Well, the the big uh, the big uh, thing about this episode, of course, was it was so goddamn dark. A lot of people uh, could not see anything. A lot of people with shitty TVs. You can adjust it. Yeah. Dadoi. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I watched it on a uh, hotel room television, and um, there were uh, several scenes where I could barely make anything out. But once I got home, I watched it, uh, uh, you know, on, on my television uh, with the brightness up a little bit. And it was fine. It was just well, perfect. Yeah, so. that hotel like... TV was probably ruined by Spectre Vision. Many, years ago. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, all gunked clearly. up. <laughs> it's like it wasn't a Motel Six. <laughs> well, uh, so that was the big battle there, uh, of course, and um, we saw several characters die, and it was mostly uh, sort of second stringers, though. Yeah, yeah, I thought some more of the major characters would have died, but uh, no. No, a lot of people thought that. Yeah, just ancillary characters, which I yep. guess is cool, but not. Yeah. 
kind of a little bit of a letdown. Did any of them like really uh, touch you emotionally? Like probably for a lot of people, when the little bear Leanna Stark or, or Leanna uh, Mormont. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sad to see her go, but uh, at least she went out, you know, like a fucking champ. She took out a freaking uh, white walking giant. Yeah, so that was was pretty fucking awesome. But yeah, the rest well, of them, it's like yeah, yeah. I guess they're well, Jorah. Yeah, Jorah, I was sad to see go. I think maybe of all the deaths of that episode, that was the one where I was, uh, you know, like, oh, man, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, he's been the one that has been most involved in the story so far. Yeah. So that was fine. Now, another thing that a lot of people had a problem with was what I thought was the fucking coolest thing uh, in the episode, and that was uh, Arya Stark at the very end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you got to love Melisandre's role in this whole thing, too, who showed up was just a badass bitch and then yep. reminded Arya that she's a badass bitch yep. and she got shit done and, yeah, and then just i'm not gonna name names but there are several of my close friends who laughed and mocked me for saying that oh what probably watching the end Arya's gonna like wear a face of a white walker or something go up and just fucking kill the fucking night king and people mocked me. They laughed in my face. But who's laughing now? Ha! 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 Well, that wasn't exactly what happened. Um, but uh, but she did. Uh, you know, the effect is the same. She did take yeah. him out. And uh, did you? So you know, you predicted that. But in that moment, did you expect it to happen? Yes. No. Just kidding. <laughs> I think they were very successful in drawing our attention away. Uh, you know, we hadn't seen her in several minutes. Uh, you oh, know, for sure. Yeah. Minutes, so yeah. I was not thinking about her uh, just leaping out of the darkness there. I See, was, I, I thought her absence was conspicuous. Right? right. And then what did what did kind of, you know, shock me was when he snatched her out of fucking midair. And then she fucking drops her knife, catches it with her other hand, just eh. What, kind of like she did against... Um, Lady Brienne, I'm sorry, Sir Brienne. Yeah. Um, the season beforehand. Well, uh, so episode four was uh, entitled uh, "The Last of the Starks," and uh, that one was a little bit uh, less eventful than the one before it. Uh, sort of sep- setting up all the events in episode five. Well, yeah, I mean that's pretty much done for you know pacing sakes and and storytelling narratives. I mean, you can't yeah. have just like. If you watch all John, all three John Wicks in a row, you're going to be like exhausted at some point. I don't know what you're saying to me right now. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure either, but yeah. Well, Well, uh, so I think the really the biggest beat in that episode for Last of the Starks, um, (laughs) the Mother of Dragons is down to one dragon. Yeah, she is. uh, uh, They snuck up on her. Yeah, how does that happen? I mean, I, I guess, you know, they show her all smiley looking over at Rhaegal and, uh, you know, she's like, oh, he's OK. He's doing fine. And she's not looking around uh, and misses the whole fucking Iron Fleet uh, just off to her right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was it was shocking uh, the way it was designed to be and uh, sad to see another another dragon bite the dust. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which, um, you know, coming into the next episode, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Uh, exactly. And so that brings us to episode five, the most recent episode called, uh, entitled the bells. Uh, now uh, this one started off with a very notable character death right in the beginning. Uh, well, uh, somebody gets, uh, burned alive, a little Jakaris. 
I think we knew the week before when he was plotting, uh, you know, and telling Tyrion and Tyrion wasn't receiving it well, that he was in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it appears that his plan was to poison the queen. Uh, and it just, uh, it was her luck that she was so upset about things she wasn't eating. I guess that's lucky, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, lucky for her. Uh, yeah. But as it turns out, perhaps not lucky uh, for everyone else. Uh, so she shows up at the battle, and uh, this time uh, she's on Drogon, and uh, this time the uh, Ballista are ineffective. She is absolutely just wrecking shit with that motherfucker. <laughs> she learns her lessons and uh, dives in from above, and by the time they see what's happening, uh, the Iron Fleet gets completely torched. Yep, and then the uh, scorpions on the walls. Yep, mm-hmm. and then that leads me to... Uh, my first big surprise, because I knew I knew Varys was was done for, uh, but I was worried about how the Golden Company was going to stack up. But then they just got bitched out. Yeah, spoiler alert: they didn't stack up. No, <laughs> <laughs> now we know why they didn't waste all that money on showing elephants because there's what like maybe five minutes of screen time that, for the entire Golden yeah. Company. I mean, it would have been kind of cool to see elephants get uh, blown up by dragon fire, though. Wow, you did not like the remake of Dumbo, did you? Damn. <laughs> no, actually, it was it was terrible. Uh, now that you mentioned that, but uh, it doesn't have anything to do with, uh, with Game of Thrones. And then, uh, of course, after that, uh, the battle seems to go their way. I mean, who's who can mess with that dragon? So the uh, bells uh, they ring out, to sing, signaling uh, surrender, Ryan. So uh, everything after that goes smoothly, and uh, the uh, Dragon Queen, uh, well, she accepts their surrender, right? Ain't. Nope, <laughs> because Wrong. because, and this is the fault of Aegon Targaryen, who used to be Jon Snow, didn't give her the nephew dick, and she went crazy. Crazy, cray cray. Yeah, I mean, um, clearly the Targaryens have intermingled uh, before with a little that's, incestual. Like it's not a big deal to them because that's how they roll. Um, yeah, she doesn't seem to care that, that nah. she's his aunt. She doesn't give a shit. Everybody's got a husband. <laughs> yeah, she would have been cool with it. Uh, but uh, I guess I guess the Starks don't do that stuff. Evidently not. No, no. No. But if he had just if he had just been like, sure, let's just go ahead and get married. Let's do this thing. Uh, it would have avoided a lot of disaster. It'd be hard not to do it though. I mean, she's pretty hot. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I would like, you're like, well, I mean, I mean, cause he doesn't really know her. They're not like, I mean, related, related. Not, I mean, I mean not, genetically. Not, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. not familiar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, whatever his decision <laughs> to scorn her. Now if she was like, that bitch, oh, hell no. <laughs> that bitch went crazy. <laughs> yeah. But this has been building for quite some time. Yeah. If we take a look back yeah. an honest look back, Right, season one, she burns the fuck up out of Mary Mazdur, that uh, that midwife. Yep. Oh, yeah. She hatches three fucking dragons yes. off of the funeral pyre. Season two... She raises her ex-husband. Oh, that's well, season one. But ex-husband, yeah. but her husband. But season two, she burns down the house of the undying. Yep. Right? Yeah. Season three, she burns up that fucking slave owner, the guy who was in charge of the Unsullied. Mm-hmm. season four who the fuck did she burn up she burned up somebody yeah well don't forget about when her brother got the uh, crown of gold or whatever oh yeah oh, that yeah. was a six yeah and, and she didn't seem to give a shit at all no yeah season five she burned up the fucking wise masters yeah 
And then she uh, hung all the slavers on the road, right? Like, uh, yeah. Them up oh, the yeah. Crucified them or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. Crucified. yeah. Yeah. She's made it pretty clear. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't take any mess. No. No. Like, when she's getting her way, she's all like, oh, I'm a magnanimous queen. Yeah. I don't want to free the slave. Well, when she's not, Mad King's blood is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, burn them all. Yep. So that's and I, I think all the losses she suffered uh, over the last few episodes uh, really took their toll right in that moment mm-hmm. when the bell started ringing, and she realized, oh, now I've got to let them surrender, and they're not going to pay for what they've done. They're not going to pay for killing, uh, you know, Targaryens. They're not going to pay for you know killing my friends. Uh, you know, uh, so you know she just loses it and uh, begins to torch everything in sight. Now, keep in mind, before we get all boo-hooey about, you know, the citizens of King's Landing, who were, you know, civilians, innocents, whatever, these are the same motherfuckers who were cheering for Ned Stark's head to get chopped off. Good old Ned Stark. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, they were led to believe he was a traitor, right? So, um, you know, at some point, though, uh, you know, she's now the Queen of Ashes, which is exactly what she said she didn't want to be. But I just, yep. I don't think she cares. But she learned her lesson in Marine, you know? Like yeah. these people, they didn't love her, so it was like constant warfare, oh, exactly. killing in the streets. Yep. You know, she didn't bring peace. No, so she's like, I'm not going to make this mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> she's killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, but her actions of burning the city lead uh, directly to the deaths of a few other characters, uh, and uh, and that would be Cersei and Jaime. Yep, yep. Um, and let's not forget, we finally got to see Clegane Bowl. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and that was, I that think, was uh, I think <laughs> that was maybe the highlight of the episode for oh, me, for honestly. Sure. Yeah. yeah it, it was just epic in scope with the dragon burning things behind them and the smoke and flames. Uh, and Cersei just like kind of pisses herself and runs down those stairs. So, She's like, I'm just going to let you guys take care of this. <laughs> Gotta go. Kyburn went out like a bitch by his own creation. So poetic justice there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know what? And he was, Kyburn was uh, one of my number one candidates for Arya to wear his face and kill off Cersei. So huh. uh, yeah, that would have been a good. Yeah, I, I feel a little bit cheated that I didn't get to see that. But I guess if that played out the way we expected it, uh, you know, we, you know, it wouldn't hey, be Game of Thrones. Write some yeah. revised fan fiction. There you go. <laughs> maybe I will. Yeah, maybe I will. And then uh, don't forget, uh, you're on Greyjoy, too. Uh, Jamie took him out uh, before the uh, ceilings collapsed on him. Yeah, and his, uh, you know, five, his last words were, "He, you know, I got to kill Jamie Lannister." Unfortunately, no one saw it, and he didn't yeah. actually. No do one will that. ever know. Yeah, no. yeah, and, and there's not a lot of people left alive to find his body, so or anyone who will care. So no. uh, I think he's gone and uh, and forgotten. And then uh, at the end there. Uh, they chose to show all the destruction uh, from the point of view of Arya trying to escape the city. And, uh, you know, at this point, is, is Arya invincible? I mean, she almost got burned alive. She got buildings dropped on her several times uh, and continued to uh, escape. Well, what do we say to the god of death? I guess we say not today. Uh, so uh, Arya makes it out of there on the uh, back of a white horse that sort of shows up out of nowhere. Now there's a lot of fan theories and I saw some photos that horse sure the hell looks exactly like the horse that uh, the leader of the uh, golden company was, was riding. Oh, it could be. I didn't pay yeah, enough attention. I wasn't watching closely. Well, that's just the thing though. It looks like the exact same horse 
yet we uh, clearly saw a shot of that horse dead, uh, killed by the uh, the explosion of the wall behind the Golden Company. So is that some sort of sign? Is, uh, are we looking too deep into it? And uh, that was just the only horse they had on set that day. Uh, you know, where, <laughs> what's up with that horse? Does it mean anything? Not really. I mean, if you really want to look into it and uh, pull some Judeo-Christian mythology out, that's, you know, where she's riding a pale horse, uh, like death. Uh, you're the Catholic, you tell them. I mean, I don't ride horses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Catholic, man. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I enjoyed the episode very much, uh, you know, and I'm happy that Arya survived through there, so we get to see her for at least one more episode, although um, I have a, a bad feeling about her chances to uh, escape next episode alive. But, um, you know, overall, I enjoyed uh, that episode very much. What about you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the penultimate uh, episodes of each season have always been the ones where the shit goes down for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then usually that next episode is setting up the next season, but mm-hmm. there is no more season. So, um, you know, who knows? Let's just hope there's a lot to happen in that last, uh, what, 70, 80 minutes of this next episode. So yeah. let's hope it ends the way that we want it to. But, yeah, uh, you know, that, uh, I, I still, uh, my dark horse is Sansa. I think John and uh, Daenerys take each other out and uh, Sansa and Ter- Tyrion end up on the throne. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's a uh, little finger 2.0. I yeah, think yeah. that uh, the entire... She's been idea... a fun character to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the entire she idea is. of the realm just crumbles and it goes back to seven different kingdoms again. And there is no... Like, John just goes back to be king of the north and they... Uh, or or Sansa becomes Lady of Winterfell or something. And they yeah. just... Uh, there is no king anymore. Well, since that city's pretty much fucking burnt down anyway, that's, that's possible. But uh, no matter what we thought of the episode... Uh, the reactions to it were uh, very divisive, and a lot of people uh, are not happy with some of the ways uh, <laughs> that the show has subverted their expectations, let's say. Uh, so, I mean, pretty much fans are the fucking worst. The worst. Well, Dan and PDP actually have some thoughts on that. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Why do all of the best intellectual properties always have the worst fucking fan bases? Rick and Morty, Star Wars, Christianity, (laughs) and now loyal quote unquote fans. And I say quote unquote because I would be doing air quotes in my hands, but this is not a visual medium and you're welcome for that. Are even turning on the best television show in history, Game of Thrones. And if you don't happen to watch it, you're not really impressing anyone when you go around boasting about how you've never seen it. Not everything is for everyone except REM, sleep, and water. But I digress. So these quote-unquote fans think they know more about the creative process and TV writing than the producers who have been crafting this phenomenal show for the past nine years? Jesus, fuck! Jesus! That's some fucking ignorant hubris right there. Oh, you think you know the characters and their motivations better than the writers, directors, producers, and actors who collaboratively have brought these characters to life? Motherfuckers, is you high? I never bought into the meme that all millennials are entitled cunt mouse, and I still believe that. But some, too many in fact, 
do behave like mealy-mouthed shithawks when it comes to scripted content. Like this ass clown, Dylan D., who started an actual petition on Change.org that reads, quote, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have proven themselves to be woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material, i.e. the books, to fall back on. This series deserves a final season that makes sense. Subvert my expectations and make it happen, HBO. <laughs> Clearly, the second D in Dylan D is short for D's nuts. D's nuts? Because that's what you can climb on with your bitchy little critique, you ball-swinging bitch. And I ain't talking about beach walls. So, Dylan D's nuts. D's nuts? How about you and every tiny taint troll who signed your petition go ahead and create your own sweeping eight-season epic? What? You can't. Is it because your tiny taint trolls give to tiny taint troll thoughts? Are there some valid criticisms of the past two seasons of Game of Thrones? Yes. The obvious ones are the pacing and the dialogue. Should someone start a petition for an entire season to be redone just because it didn't meet your ridiculous expectations that you had drawn out in your masturbation journals while wanking yourself to sleep at night? Sure, go ahead. Do it. Do it and look like the complete whinging ass slut that you are. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. You know, Ryan, the, that's probably same, some of the same shitballs uh, that fucking threw a cow about The Last Jedi. Absolutely, but... All um, these guys have fucked up all the Star Wars shits. Yeah, The Last Jedi did kind of suck, though. Oh, so you are one of them. <laughs> oh, shit. Now we get to the truth. <laughs> no. All right. No, well, cool. no, that's, no, that's different. That's different because Ryan uh-huh. Johnson or whatever he is. Uh-huh. Oh, terrible writer. Horrible. Mm. When it comes to Star Wars, I don't know about his other work, but I don't even know his other work. Yeah, that last movie it was it was a uh, it was a long episode of Battlestar Galactica. I mean, honestly, the best thing the best you could say was that it was a Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's it. Sold some toys, probably. Well, I'm glad you brought him up uh, because uh, there has been some news. Uh, you know, uh, the two creators there of uh, Game of Thrones, the two showrunners, I've written. A, a new Star Wars trilogy uh, for Disney, and that uh, apparently is going to be the next three uh, Star Wars movies we get after Episode Nine. Ooh, interesting. Very. Now, yeah, I actually only- saw um, that extended, uh, like, bootleg copy of the Mandalorian preview that they showed on, like, YouTube. Oh, yes. And even that had something of a Game of Thrones feel to it. Like, even Star Wars is adapting some of their techniques mm-hmm. to their storytelling. Yeah. Is there is no doubt that Game of Thrones will will uh, change how dramas are made over the next decade. Like it's it's inevitable people are going to try to capture some of that success and try to subvert people's expectations and try to be gritty and like uh mm-hmm. and, uh, and bloody that sort of things uh, just sort of like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I want to see a Downton Abbey remake where that old bitch just starts stabbing motherfuckers. <laughs> hey. Easy guys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I know that's Easy. your new thing. Unless you're right, a downturner, well, <laughs> back off. I think that about does it for us today. So, uh, everyone out there, if you have some ideas about how Game of Thrones might uh, change the future of television, or Downton Abbey, or or Downton Abbey, um, then uh, you can reach us 
uh, directly, angrymasons at catlever.com. You can uh, visit us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash angrymasons. You can also get new episodes on soundcloud.com slash angrymasons. Uh, reach us on Twitter at angrymasons. And then, of course, uh, tune in radio, Spotify, and iTunes. That's right. Uh, Angry Masons are everywhere, Ryan. Worldwide. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> thank you uh, for joining us again, uh, PDP. And of course, you are welcome anytime uh, here on Angry Masons. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, or and sometimes Young. Yep. Yeah, you're young. That's- Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And uh, just like the band, we are always a little better when you're on the show. So thanks for being here, PDP. Oh, gracias. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And we'll uh, see you next time. See you. Peace.